0: All right, so welcome everybody to the Transitional Space Podcast. Welcome back. Um, Tonight we have Crimson and Zoe joining us to talk about... What are we talking about tonight? Cyberpunk.
1: Have y'all played it
2: yet? I have.
1: I have played it a little bit. Um, Honestly, the computer that I have should have the specs to be able to run it. But it's been mm-hmm. such a buggy buggy mess that it's been like crashing every single time I try <laughs> to play it. So I'm gonna have to wait for a couple patches to come out and hopefully try again.
0: Yeah, try it on PS4. It's pretty it's pretty buggy on PS4. And then Zoe, you said you haven't played it yet, right?
2: Yeah,
0: no. No. But like you're you're familiar with um like it's basically like would y'all describe it as like, um, Android? Like, like if you take GTA and put like Android and steampunk? Well, maybe not steampunk. Like androids and futuristic like stuff. Like it's like Grand That Auto, basically, right?
1: Um, cool. Kind of a little bit, I guess. Uh, the play style goes like that, but it's a lot more focused on like your perk trees and stuff it's it's like a half semblance of an RPG
0: so it's like um, alright I I got the perfect mix for it then so it's like uh, Grand Theft Auto mixed with um, oh gosh what was that one shooter RPG that was on console I think it's on um, it's on PC too Um, what was it about uh, the division that was never it. played that one ah uh, the division is so good I, I love it like i don't normally like rpgs um like i love shooters and i'm actually liking cyberpunk i've played it like this is probably my seventh hour into mm-hmm. it and it's I, I have a short attention span so but it's even though there's some grinding going on like it's it's kind of keeping my my attention mostly through it are you liking it so far
1: um i've barely been able to get into it because of how often the crashes happened i literally made it through like the tutorial missions and then like it keeps crashing every time i try to load back in so i don't know if i like it yet uh. <laughs> <laughs> i'm
0: sorry that's <laughs> like sucks. this
1: is the most incomplete buggy game i have ever seen released and i'm kind of really distraught by that
0: and it's been pushed back since what march
1: yeah yeah they it, it was supposed to come out a while ago and just like they kept pushing it back and Apparently, a bunch of people got pissed off, but they kept pushing it back and demanded that it be released, so they released it, even though it wasn't finished.
0: And when I first heard about it, like, I was I was really excited for, um, well, like, I don't know, I was kind of torn, because, uh, you know how they're supposed to be, it's supposed to be super trans-inclusive, right? Mm-hmm. Like, so you could make, um... You could make a, a trans character, basically. Like, you could make a female character with your um, AMAB body parts, basically. Yeah. And, which, like, growing up, I always chose female characters to portray me because I didn't want to, like, portray myself as still having a penis, if that made sense. Like, if, if I'm in this fantasy world, in my fantasy, I don't have a penis. I oh. feel that. So, like... So, like I don't know on one hand I was kind of excited to have trans more trans representation is good but then on, on the other hand I'm like uh, I I don't I play a trans character every day in real life I don't want to
1: yeah if I make, wanted to be a chick with a dick in a dystopian future I'd <laughs> get out of bed in the morning
0: <laughs> yeah. exactly um And then, like, I thought it would be, all right, so I'm going to try and walk through a little bit of the character creation, and then that way we can get into talking about um, how it is, how people think it's being transphobic, like, I'm on the, like, I can see both sides of that, and I know, like, we talked a little bit before we started recording, that, you know, y'all kind of see a little, like, y'all are kind of, like, I don't know I don't want to put words in your mouth but it seems like y'all kind of see like good and bad with it as well if I'm not like
1: yeah um I like that it's getting the p- publicity that it's getting about like all of the trans shit just because like it is exposure and more people are seeing that there are trans people out in the world But at the same time, I just feel like it is uh, one of the most rudimentary character creation screens that, like, I've ever had. And, And not being able to choose your body type, having the voice lock in the gender, like, all of that seems very, like, honestly very transphobic i know a lot of people that are really uncomfortable with their voice and having that like told to them by a video game that uh that is supposed to be trans inclusive that their voice isn't good enough to be considered like a female or a male voice uh it just like really hurts to have that Like thrown in your face when you've been waiting for a game for so long.
0: Yeah, yeah. So when you're doing the character creation uh, part of it, so I can't remember. Do you choose your life path first before you like your nomad, your street kid, your corporate? Um, Is that? I can't remember. That's first or that's last. I think that's. I mean, either way doesn't matter. It
1: was, like, the <laughs> night that it came out that I was trying to play it,
0: so... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that doesn't really have any bearing on, like, how big a penis that you can get in the game, but... No. Um, in fact, there's
1: only two sizes, and there's no sliders. So, basically, you can have a small dick, or you can have a big dick, and there's no in-between. Hey, my uncle calls it average.
0: He doesn't say small. <laughs>
1: Alright,
0: so so basically we get to choose male or female it says male or female body type and then for the and then well you'll choose a, so you can have a male vo, a male body with a female voice or a female voice to the female body with a male voice but then the, the voice doesn't the voice kind of set you up where like if you go to have a relationship in game with um Who's the girl who does the brain dances with you? I'm... Because I... I heard that show... Show like... If you have a female voice character... Mm -hmm. The game kind of recognizes you as a female... No matter what... Then you can... Then you can flirt with her... And she'll like flirt with you... And you can like... Use that... uh, Like during the game... But if you have a male voice even though like say like you're trying to create yourself as a trans woman and you're like well i'm gonna give myself uh you know an, uh, an amab sounding voice because that's you know well, what my voice even
1: is. in the character creation screen it tells you that like this the afab voice Will all will make all of the characters refer to you as female, and the Amab voice will make all of the characters refer to you as male, and those dynamics play based off of the voice. That's that's like a really big fucked up thing. Yeah,
0: yeah. Zoe, do you think that's kind of like? Do you think it's kind of messed up how they did that? That do you think they should have like made it more nuanced think- or like?
2: I think that we, we already talked, it, and they released an, a game that wasn't complete, so we don't know if they're going to change that, you know? Yeah. As far as wish lists go, yeah, they should have made it completely interchangeable. They should have made it where you could have, you know, uh, AMAB parts and a girl voice, or AFAB parts and a boy voice. Like, it, it should. they, they should have made that that way. We don't really know... And the plans well, are cut because we got an unfinished game.
1: Uh, that is possible. The fact is, though, that there's no options for non-binary characters, and the voice is explicitly tied to the pronouns that the NPCs will be using with you.
2: Again, we got an unfinished game. Yeah. like We, we don't know what the plan was. And we we got an unfinished game because everybody was mad and said you need to release this right now. And so they said, okay, fine, we'll release it. That that uh, yeah, I, it does seem really rushed. Like it's it's not I, it's not fair to judge them on an unfinished game on things like that. You know, I, like like I
1: i feel like it is fair because that's the product that they chose to take to market whether it was finished or not uh that company chose to bring that game to market and they felt comfortable in what they were doing with it apparently even if they did rush it out The bugs aren't in the character creation screen. The bugs are in the game.
2: Well, if I hire you to build a house and you get three quarters of the way done and I say, okay, I'm moving in whether you're done or not, I don't get to be mad that the roof's not on it.
0: Mm,
1: Yeah. I mean, that's fair, but it's still the company's prerogative when they release the games, even if fans are demanding it. The fans shouldn't be allowed to place uh, all that extra work on uh video game designers shoulders like that's how we get into crunch situations where like programmers are being forced to work 48 hours straight and then having like 10 hours off before having to go back in for another 48 like it's leading to a lot of like really really bad um like human rights violations yeah Uh, the people demanding the game should have just been told to shut up and wait as far as i'm concerned because it's causing the harm to the video game designers but at the same time the way that they designed the character creation is the way that they designed the character creation that's not a bug that could be fixed. That's what they designed.
2: It might not be a bug, but it it, it might not be complete. They might have said, "Well, you know, we we'll just butt it up with what we got. We got to go." Yeah, I mean, it just is what. Like, yeah, uh, and that your, That's fair. your your issues with the the human rights and and all of that with you know capitalism at large. But you know, I, I really want to talk about the politics of the game. You know, in that you know is this bad or good for the trans scene like pros and cons
0: yeah and then um right before we get into that i just wanted to finish up the character creation thing one more time with the, or not one more time but <laughs> real quick with the big differences for like us as trans folks like what we would be looking out for so you can like all right so we we talked about you have you can choose your body type choose your voice um you can put makeup on on male characters and all the face tattoos all that kind of stuff Da da, da. so then going down i'm scrolling down the list here uh you, you get to pick your genitals on your character which also the <laughs> side note i was playing my game and mm-hmm. i didn't realize until like Literally like thirty minutes before he started recording, that my character has been running around without any clothes on <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> like I've just been running around nude. Um, nice, but that's pretty so, hot. I
2: mean, you know, <laughs> things happen when you party naked.
0: Yeah. Uh, so you can pick your penis size. I didn't pick a penis for for my character um do you think all right so i was thinking that i don't know my kind of quick thought on that is i can't remember did i tell y'all while we were recording i think i did that like when i'm playing a video game i'm in a reality where i don't have to worry about having an assigned male at birth body mm-hmm. you know i can just be whatever so I didn't put a penis on my character do you think a lot of trans women are putting penis and is that a good thing for, for being for trans representation like to have I mean as step? far
1: as I'm concerned I know a lot of trans feminine people who enjoy having a dick there is nothing wrong with uh, wanting your character to represent you in that way uh i think that's actually kind of cool but i honestly have always played video game care characters like they were me like you don't have to have the genitalia in the game sure there's a lot of sex in the game and they wanted to make it mature content and shit but like at the same time like the outer worlds i feel like with the customization options from that game and how everything was set to sliders and like there were several different body types you could choose from you could like still give the female characters facial hair so like they could actually represent you um, like I feel like that game actually did a lot better with trans representation and it didn't get any credit for it and like just comparing what I got out of that game to what I got out of Cyberpunk I just feel really ripped off by Cyberpunk because they were like toting that they were gonna be like super trans inclusive and all of that
0: Yeah, does it seem kind of like a? And Zoe, do you think it seems kind of like a, like a, a how do you say it? like um an opportunity for people to, like I'm picturing my uncle Randy and like all of his friends like hanging out, they're watching trans porn on their computer and they're like, my uncle's like, Where hey, I, I got I got this game Cyberpunk. Let's let's make a female character with a penis and ha- like they're hanging out having some laughs. Do you think it's a, a opportunity for people just to have a quick laugh at I trans people? Quick, quick. I think that...
1: Go ahead. Oh. <laughs> All right, I'll go. I think that uh, in that context, yes, that's really, really fucked up. But also, if you want to have an inclusive game you are going to get assholes who are going to take advantage of that because they think our existence is a joke i don't think that that is on the fault of the game i think that's on the fault of people who aren't being aware enough to fix the problems in themselves
2: i think that it probably happens one of the things i learned early on in my transition in particular is that what other people think or say is really none of my business. And so they're gonna they're gonna laugh. And if I dwell on that, it's just gonna make things worse in my life. So I don't what I what I really look at is the potential to crack some eggs. Like, you know, I look at that That's situation there for little Bob in his room playing playing a game, going, Hmm, hey, that I can make a girl that has a penis. Hey, you know what? I really like this character. I really identify with the character. Hmm. Oh my God! I'm not Bob. I'm Bobby. You know, like, like that.
1: Well, I hope that kids aren't playing this game. Oh, kids first are definitely. Of all. <laughs> uh, I know they are, but I still hope they're because not. They're
2: definitely playing this game, <laughs> and the the potential is there, like to crack all the eggs, like, you know, like it's their job. And, and, you know, we were talking earlier about, you know, whether or not this is good for trans representation or not. And, you know, I'm reminded of back, you know, I'm almost 40 years old. So my very first exposure to trans people was Jerry Springer on daytime television when I was homesick from school. You know, you want to talk about problematic, that was some problematic shit, but it, it was exposure. It gave me an opportunity to see someone and think, yeah. I'm I'm kind of like that. Like that, Maybe not as dramatic, but I identify with Yeah, like even 21. if you weren't
0: like the...
1: Yeah. I'm 31 myself, and Jerry Springer was the only representation I saw, too. And I think that's part of the reason why it took me so long to come out. Like, for real, yes, I am really happy that we're getting a lot more representation so people can see what it can be like to be trans but at the same time like Jerry Springer like made me want to not be who I am and
2: and I'm
0: a quick side note um did, did y'all uh I'm sorry I didn't mean to cut you off there but did, since y'all both kind of grew up with that like watching Jerry Springer did that kind of did you guys end up like Googling like trans and wind up on like Susan's place or or did that kind of like, even though the, the representation was a little bad on Jerry Springer, did it kind of like launch off into exploring other um, stuff? No,
1: I was too no. young at the time for that. Oh. I wouldn't even have it thought did. about it. Uh, I was like, maybe seven years old nine years old when i was watching well like when my family was watching it i'd say it. so i like i don't think the internet was even really even big yet it was like barely getting started it was like aol dial-up shit.
0: it, it did yeah
1: actually i think aol dial-up shit came around like five years after that so like Yeah, It it definitely
2: did for me. I remember when I got the internet and literally the the first search I probably did in Yahoo like I'm dating myself right now like the Yahoo search engine was probably one of the first searches I did when I finally got like everybody went to bed and it was just me with my computer is like I feel like I should have been born a girl like that was literally what I put in I'll never forget it and like Susan's place, P Flag website came up. Um, geez, like, and then you know, of course, all the erotica that came up. But, but yeah, you oh, know, yeah. like, like it, it really, yeah. it gave me somewhere to start. It gave me, mm-hmm. it gave me a starting point in my journey to go. Okay, I feel like this. There are other people who feel like this. So evidently I'm not alone. So there's probably like, it's, it's the internet. Everything's on the internet, you know, like circa mm-hmm. 1998, everything's on, yeah. you know, even though nothing was on the internet then, but, but, you know, and, and it gave me a place to start. And, you know, of course all the cross-dressing websites in the whole wide world, um, you know, and, and I, you know, and, and, and I was like... It, it, it gave me I don't know it gave me somewhere to identify with I, I didn't come out until I was 35 just because I knew my mom would would disown me if I did and she died when I was when I was 33 so you know I, I came out at 35 and and uh, I've done really well for myself because of all the work I did leading up to my coming out so that I would be set up Um but I, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have had a, a starting point if it weren't for that kind of terrible ass representation. Um, I wouldn't have had somewhere to, to look and go, you know, yeah, those are some dramatic ass bitches and I don't want to be like that. But I get where they're at and I, I feel it, you know. and
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, like there's probably some, some, some egg looking at the Mix It Up poster. Yeah like i'm looking at the mix it up poster right now and i'm like thinking you know 13 year old me if i saw this on the internet i was like
2: uh, jumping up and down
0: yeah like uh, even though like it's not like is it the is it perfect representation probably not is it like you know i'm more of it's not that's the issue like i feel like if
1: this game came out five years ago it would have been amazing five years ago would like,
2: because we didn't have enough representation then to get it through the door
1: well that's the thing the representation in this game is so baseline and low that i feel like this would have been a better starting point point. and like what they put out with is just feels dated kind of like honestly like i said i've experienced other video games that came out like a year or two ago that did a much better job than this one this one just got press
0: yeah and and it kind of does like actually when i was getting ready um when i was researching stuff to do this podcast i was looking up because i I was wondering if cyberpunk had any trans people like working actually like working because you know like the the trope every every trans girl is a yeah. developer or like a programmer so i was like there's got to be at least one trans girl that's like working on this game or did they even like reach out to trans people and like try and get some input but it doesn't i doubt it from, just from like my looking looking playing the game it doesn't seem like it because they have a lot of the the tropes of like even with that poster the the girl in the one piece was just like a huge hard like yeah if a trans woman had been in that
1: room when that ad was brought up it would have got shut down before it ever hit the fucking
0: but th- then again though too that's kind of the culture with uh, like because like, we're all adults but then like the trans youth um, like I, I work with a lot of with a lot of young kids trans youth culture is mm-hmm. and it's it's kind of a cool thing And then it's kind of like a thing where it's like uh, kind of cringy. I'm cringing to myself. You know, of course, I never say this to them. But, you know, where they're, it's cool that they're like, um, you know, it seems like more young trans people are okay with their penis or, you know, um, even like celebrating it a lot more, like celebrating having it. Whereas like, you know, when we were Mm -hmm. probably all like, I tra- I started my transition almost ten years ago, and I never even wow. like, you know. I never even. I hated like showing off my like. There was actually there was no showing off my penis. You know, I did the whole cam girl thing, and and I hated it. You know, I didn't like. But now it seems like it's a lot more with like the the use with the with the zoomies. And, uh, it seems like I feel like
2: yeah. I feel like a lot of that has to do with just our culture in general, um, you know, I was born in 81. And so growing up, uh, a child in 80, in the eighties and nineties, um, boys had penises and girls had vaginas and that was that. And so when I said, okay, I'm a girl, me not having a penis went along with that, you know? And, and, and since, since the lines are being blurred now and, and, and everything goes and which is a very cool thing um kids aren't necessarily taught that if you are this then you have this anymore yeah yeah
1: which is a good thing
2: you know and so so yeah i, I feel like a lot of the a lot of the uh, the younger generation are are really celebrating what parts they're born with regardless of how they identify gender wise and i think that's a pretty fantastic thing i think it you know being able to say I'm this regardless Mm -hmm. of what parts I have and not only that I really like the parts I have that's fucking cool like like I kind of wish I could get there but I can't you know I've tried really hard to to come to terms with me having the wrong parts and you know but but I can't get there but they can and I'm like I'm really I'm really stoked for them you know because of that it's gonna it's gonna save them a lot of money on surgeries It's going to save them a lot of time in recovery and a lot of therapy. You know, being at peace with the parts they were born with. And that's fantastic.
1: Yeah. I've been transitioning for, I'd say, probably around... Like, if you're including the period it took me to accept myself and work it out and actually start to think about coming out probably around five years, but brass tacks, I've been on hormones for, like, two years, seven or eight months, something like that, um, and I honestly, like, I am, I don't like my penis, I don't really, well, I do dislike it, but, like, I'm still versed with it, like, I like using it and I like not using it when I'm in the bedroom I don't think that there's anything wrong with it like when it's on me it is uh it's my body part regardless of like what gender I am which honestly is like I don't even know I know I'm trans feminine but like who the fuck cares outside of that like i'm more comfortable with female hormones in my body and that's all i care about i don't care about gender outside yeah.
0: of that and i know we've been kind of jumping all over the place um which is the usual i don't know if y'all listened to the podcast before but i can never keep on one topic like straight i don't know. No, that's the nature of conversation <laughs> that's what I wanted the podcast to be like more of a conversation and less of a uh, like strict we have to hit these bullet points but for like final thoughts on the game like I don't know you can do like recommendation like and then final thoughts of like in general um, I just wanted to hear both of y'all's opinions on on the game itself how it how it um, with the you know how it incorporates trans representation whether it's good or bad or indifferent or a little bit of both if y'all would if you're excited to play it or keep playing it or if you're gonna take it back to target because it's not working on your ps4 um so who whoever wants to go first and then i'll 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 go last because i have probably the least amount to say All right, you Um, can go ahead, Zoe.
2: As far as, like, you know, am I going to play it? Is it going to be my thing? I mean, I'll I'll probably pick it up when it gets discounted, you know, here in a few months. Um, You know, as far as do I think it's good or bad? I think it's fantastic. Um, Is it problematic? Fuck yeah. Is it exposure? Fuck yeah. Is it going to crack some eggs? Fuck yeah. You know, um, like... And, and, and the fact that it's going to crack some eggs and give some kids some hope, that makes all that other shit fall away. I could care less about how problematic it is, as long as it's helping some people identify and, and figure out who they are. Um, you know, Uncle Bob, he, yeah, he's going to point and laugh and make fun because he's, he's got a girl with a penis driving his car. But at the <laughs> end of the day, he's going to figure out a way to do that anyway. So it doesn't matter. Yeah. It's not going to create bigots, but it might crack some eggs.
0: I think I saw a Pornhub video with a girl with a penis driving a truck or something.
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> mm-hmm. and... So, ultimately, uh, I do feel like it is a net good Although there are a lot of problems with it, and I feel like the representation is really shitty uh, for people who want to ident- who people who are outside of the gender binary. It is terrible representation for them, for me personally uh but at the same time i feel like yes it will crack some eggs yes it is representation although it is terrible representation it is not and it, it, at least it's not as egregious as having a bunch of cis men play trans women without like like they don't even fucking look like us um But then again, in this game, you can't make a character that really looks like us for the most part. But ultimately, I do think that I am going to play more of it as soon as some uh, more patches come out that stabilize the game a bit more. I do want to play it uh, just because, uh, you know, I did enjoy the tabletop version of the game. I am a tabletop gamer quite a bit and I do enjoy that game tabletop and I want to see how it plays once it's stable. Uh but yeah, I don't know. I'd say mixed bag. I don't really I don't really know. It's bad and it's good. That's
0: what I got. <laughs> Yeah, kind of kind of a bit of both. Um before I finish up with my uh with my little uh synopsis of it, um we didn't mention and I'm looking here because I know somebody on, on in the Facebook group pointed this out to me that there's two at least two other trans characters. Well, there's two trans characters in the game, plus if you decide to make your if you decide to make V trans. But so, so in the Facebook group, uh, she says there's an NPC that you meet in a club. I'm not sure which club it is, uh, but apparently she's a trans woman and gets called sister by her fellow dancer. So that's there's one representation that's pretty, pretty cool. And then apparently the, the bartender, Claire, she's at, at the club after life. She's trans. Mm-hmm. Um and it goes like eventually, I think if you work with her enough, it goes through her backstory a little bit, talking about how her husband is supportive, and she has a trans flag sticker on her car mm-hmm. um so that's that's more like representation like that I'm kind of like in for you know what i mean yeah, like where that. it's good yeah that's a little uh fuzzy wuzzy um mm-hmm. but yeah like actually this game is one of the few games like i i lost um i know you're not i don't sony nobody my mom doesn't even listen to these podcasts but uh, i had a girlfriend who would who let me you know how you can share games on ps4 not so I, to <laughs> I had access to The Division, mm-hmm. and outside of Call of Duty, the only other game I would play was The Division. And then when when that girl and I broke up, I was stuck with Call of Duty, which is, Call of Duty is, like, my favorite game. Rainbow Six is okay. But this game has actually been kind of taking over. Like, I've been playing this game. I'm seven hours in. I bought it yesterday, and... Like, first thing I did when I got home today was I researched a little bit for the podcast, but then I started playing the game for a few minutes. Mm
1: -hmm. And I've
0: been thinking about playing it all all day. So it's like, it's pretty cool that it's holding my attention. And I have a short attention span. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah, Like most
1: games I can't play for more than an hour or two at
0: a time. Yeah. And the trans stuff in there... I don't know. I think some people like I, I was gonna. I was I read some articles today, and some people just got really, really into the. They, I think they read a little bit too deep into the trans stuff. Like, not to dismiss their opinions, but um, like like y'all were saying before, any representation is pretty much good, and a lot of people just seem to like cis
1: men playing trans women. That's terrible <laughs> yeah. representation that does nothing but harm.
0: But this is getting my uncle Randy well, my uncle Randy is a conglomerate for everybody that I meet in Redneck, Florida It's getting my uncle randy to to have transgender on his tongue for the for the next few days because he's people around him are talking about it um, you know everybody's everybody who's playing this game, everybody who's in the gaming is kind of you know this is kind of a big thing. Mm-hmm. unless you're following the the linus tech tips and and that whole fiasco with um nvidia but with uh cyberpunk people are talking about trans issues now and you know i think that can open up if you know I, I, like i'm picturing my uncle randy sitting around talking with people and then hearing some of the negative things that that people might say about trans people, and then that can give somebody who is an ally, that can create or a, a potential ally, that gives them, you know, like they start experiencing, even though the the bad stuff isn't directed at them, it might be directed at their niece or another loved one. So then they're they're standing up for us, you know, like, or it gives them an opportunity to stand up I for us. So like,
1: understand what you're saying. Yeah have a really hard time trusting most cis people's intentions when they try to call themselves an ally, because most of the time their idea of being an ally is just trying to be friendly with you and never doing anything or saying <laughs> anything to anyone who's being transphobic. Yeah.
0: I I mean, that's actually a good, that, that's a good topic for another podcast. Maybe, um, we can have both the all back or we can do individual podcasts talking about stuff like that. But that's a good, a good point. Um, but yeah, like I'm, I'm loving the game and just having trans issues in the news is, is a good thing for me
1: mm-hmm. at the very least. I agree. So. I agree with that. I mean, um, it really hurts to see sometimes because of like the comments but, like, you know, I, I think that it is ultimately a very... Like, it's definitely a good thing that needs to happen. We need to be seen, which is why I don't even try to pass. I just walk around like me. I want to be visible so people can see that we exist. Um, yeah. And I think that us, like the topic of trans people in the news, even if it's framed in the poor light that most news outlets do, at least people can see us. Because, like, up until the 90s, before, like, the gay community started getting representation with, like, the show Will & Grace, Like, that show actually shifted the cultural perception of what being gay is. Um, So, ultimately, I'm glad that trans people are now getting the representation that could make the rest of society treat us like we're fucking human beings, finally.
0: Yeah, yeah. And it might not be perfect, but we're in a AAA game title. And then maybe, who knows, like next year, or maybe right now, somebody is is making an outline or making a, you know, starting to think about a, a trans, a lead a lead character in a game who's trans or, you now know, in a book better or whatever.
1: Trans women are badasses. <laughs>
0: but um thank both of y'all for for coming on and and listening to me ramble and you know Mm, having having a cool conversation
2: yeah i appreciate it good to be heard yeah
1: Yeah. exactly thank you so much for having me uh and like it was nice chatting with you as well zoe um it was nice like you know meeting y'all
0: yeah yeah definitely and and like i i try to do these podcasts every week and eventually i'll buy some better equipment again hopefully i won't break it but um for now we're just doing the anchor thing which is working out pretty good but hopefully if y'all want to come back on and hopefully y'all come join the discord there's lots of cool people we have almost 1500 people in the discord now
2: i'm a little too yeah
0: send me the link
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm on Discord all the time, literally. <laughs> just send me the link, and I'll
0: yeah. be there.
2: I don't Discord very well. I, i like I said, I think I'm a little too old for it. It just yeah. Me.
0: So I think Zoe, you'll you'll appreciate the military um, puns that I have interlaced in our Discord. Um, like like I have our admin area is called S one. Oh, nice. And <laughs> and then I have for the the mod um, category, it's the mod talk. like toc talk (laughs) um uh, but yeah um as soon as i talk, i have to tell this to everybody because again i'm using anchor and as soon as i wrap up i'm gonna hit the finish recording and it's gonna hang up on y'all but i'm i promise i'm not just hanging up on you guys it's just how the the recording goes so um i just wanted to thank y'all again uh for oh. for coming on and then thank the three people that that listen to the podcast too that Absolutely. you uh
2: if you ever want uh, to hit me on again, just hit me up. I'm happy to help
0: oh yeah, awesome definitely yeah um all, right. <laughs> all right we all have a good night all right take care. you too.